Aber wenn gewaltige just a few in before we start with the Paris. The Heilige Visioner was marked to wear Dafke's Shabbos clothing on Tu Bishvat and he said that since Chazal tell us very clearly that Tu Bishvat is the Rosh Hashanah Lilonois for the trees and the Posik tells us that an Odom is doyme to a tree therefore there's no real nafkamina between a tree and an Odom it's a Rosh Hashanah it's a Yom Adin it's a Yom Tuf. the Visioner was very makbit on to eat Dafke Paris Eretz Yisrael during Tu Bishvat, he held it was a school of a Yerushamayim. And it's interesting, they bring down that the Heilige Vizhina didn't make a suit on Tu Ba'av. Shavad of Ashtetzach is a Gavaldig Yontav, it's a Semcha. But he made on Tu Bishvat. And they asked, what's Pshat? He made on Tu Bishvat, but not on Tu Ba'av. Why? So Ravram Yaakov of Sadigay wants to explain Pshat. Because Tu Ba'av is a preparation for Yomim Noroyim, which goes on our spiritual well-being. And therefore, we don't have to have a suda for a spiritual well-being. Whereas, Tu Bishvat is about the preparation for Purim, for Pesach, which is about our physical well-being, Purim and Pesach. Mimela, because of that, it was Dafka Makbit to make a, make a suda, to have a suda on Tu Bishvat. Rameh Arik, Zatzal, brings a Meridika Maisa, the Heilige Balshentov HaKadosh, he says like this, when the Balshentov started, the Indian of Hasidus, there was obviously for states there were a lot of people who were not so happy. And they called in the Balshemtov to a Bastin and brought. They called him to Bastin. The Balshemtov made a way, made his way to the Bastin. It was the middle of the winter. Mamash bang smack in the middle of the winter. He went together with one of his Talmudim, Rav Zev um, Kizitz. And the roads at the time were very, very icy, very snowy. It was Stefelach to travel in those times. And it was on Tubishvat. One specific date was Tubishvat, and the Balshemtov realized, I don't have any fruits. What am I going to do? It's Tubishvat. So what the Balshemtov did is he went over to one of the trees that had no leaves. Mamish nothing. Empty, dry, old tree. No shaykhas. There's no, no, nothing was growing on such a tree. And he began to start singing the Yomim Naroyim, the Rosh Hashanah Nagunim. Specifically, he started to be mispalal that everyone and every creation in the world should realize for what they were created for. And within a few moments, all of a sudden, fresh dates started to sprout from the tree. And he was likely to have fresh dates for Tubishvat. So his Talmud said, this is Gavaldic. Let me take these dates, and I'll take them to Beistin and Brod. And we'll show the Olam, listen, this is, this is not Stammer Yid, this is not Stammer Rod. This is that Sadiq, Agoy, Notsum. And you, you can't mess with him. If you're doing something, it must be it's right. So he took a bunch of dates, and he put it into one of his bags. He said, we'll take it to Beistin. And we'll show Beistin that, you know, they could do something. And this Balshemtov is not worth starting with. He got to Bastin, opened up the box, all excited to show everybody, look what the Balshemtov can do in the middle of winter. Whoever heard of dates? Wasn't the gear fresh dates in the middle of the winter? It's not the gear. Must be it's an ace. So he opened it to show the oil on the Bastin, like, who is the Balshem? And he saw nothing there. There was a bunch of juice there. There was nothing going on over there. And the Balshem said to him, I want you to know, I want to know something. We're not going to win this war through Nisim and the Flores. We're going to win it by showing we're doing the right thing. If it's MS, then Avada, we're going to do it. So the kasha is, why are we eating fruits? What's the Indian of fruits before we partake of the fruits? Why dafka are we eating fruits? It's a beautiful thing. Of other we mentioned this morning, from the Haligi Rishalmi, Morgan Avon brings it in Kuflam and Aleph, that we want to be Nana from Oilem Azeh, we want to see the Rabbani Shalom's beautiful fruits. Ravik de Miller Zatzal was famous. He was once walking in a supermarket. 
they saw him in the middle of the supermarket. He was walking, you know, aisle by aisle, looking at all the fruits and the vegetables and everything. They said, Rabbi, is everything okay? Can we get you something? And he said, no, no, I'm just looking at the Rabbi Nishlam's creations. I'm appreciating the beautiful, you know, the colors, the shapes, the textures. Each one has got its own beauty. And that's like a beautiful thing to think about all the fruits that the Rabbi Nishlam has given us. That's like the Rishalmi and Sechtis Kedushan to realize everything the Rabbi Nishlam has given us. But there's another shadow also that maybe we could say. Rabbi Lebel Aiga was the son of Rabbi Kiveiga. The son of Rabbi Kiveiga, he was a Talmud of the Ishbitza and many others as well. He eventually became Hasidish, and he eventually became Kamada Rebbe on his own with thousands of followers. And he writes the following idea of why we eat fruits on Tugishvat. He says, If you think about it, why are we eating fruits on Tugishvat? Rashi brings down, we all know, we mentioned it this morning, Rashi says, because the sap goes into the tree, and it starts to go in, and that's the beginning of the haschala, of the production, of the process of the tree, of the fruits, and everything that goes together with that. I don't understand. If you think about it, all the fruits we're eating right now, when were they produced? They're from last year's rain, last year's crop, last year's sap. So why are we celebrating this year's sap with last year's old fruit? It doesn't make any sense. That's the kasha of Leiba asked. And he answers it with the Gemara and Brachas. Many of us are familiar. We're learning it now. But the Gemara tells us that if a person is bracha, if a person has hanor from this world, eats something without a bracha, he is goizel from the Rabbi Nishlam, he's stealing from Hashem and from Knesset Yisrael and from Klal Yisrael. And Rashi explains over there, what's the pshat? Why is it? What do you mean you're stealing from Klal Yisrael? What are you stealing from Klal Yisrael? Well, I didn't make a bracha on something. That's my problem. What do I steal from Klal Yisrael? So Rashi explains that in fact when you don't make a bracha on something, the fruit doesn't grow as well. So memelo, when a person is nana ba'ulam mazeb bracha, he's poshut stopping the fruits from growing. The fruit is mamish suffering because he didn't make a bracha on that. Whereas, the opposite obviously is also true, which means that when a person does make a bracha properly, so he's giving the energy to the fruit to be able of this year to be able to grow properly. So memela, on Tubishvat, which is the beginning of the new development of the fruit for this year, the sap's going up. Therefore, we dafka partake of fruit, not for the sake of the fruit, but rather for the sake of the bracha that we make on the fruit. And it should be made with, with kavona. It should be made with an understanding, with appreciation, like the Maral writes in Gorariye, how we have to be careful when we make a bracha. And he says that a person has to realize when he makes a bracha, but to realize that every bracha that he makes is, is being, is, is babish, being moided to the Rabbi Nishalayim for everything that he's given and everything that he gets. That's the pshat where we eat fruits on Tubishvat. To end with one last idea, the Torah tells us that the Nochash, the snake, incited Odom and Chava to do the first Avera, to eat from the forbidden fruit that they weren't allowed to eat from. And because of that, they had tremendous amount of you know, tsar and misfortune that came down to the world. Now, the snake needed punishing. What was the snake's punishment? The Torah tells us his sentence was very simple. From now on, the snake would eat from the dust of the earth. That's it. From now on, you know, he's gone on the floor and just eat a bit of dirt, a bit of dust on the floor. Now, you think about it, what's so bad? Right? Imagine you're traveling on a long journey. You're starving hungry. To do with the Coke Zero, freezing Coke cold, Coke Zero. What are you going to do? There's nowhere to stop. It's ridiculous. I'm starving. I'm hungry. Well, if you had the clola of the nochosh, you would stop the car. You would get out. You'd bend down on the floor, take a pistol earth, and you would eat. It's a gavaldi gazach. What's the clola? What the grace of clola of the nochosh? Wow. He eats from the dust of the earth. Okay, he has food whenever he wants, wherever he wants. It doesn't have to make a difference. Nothing has to be prepared. It's a gavaldi gazach. 
He says the Pshat is a Moedi Gezach. He says what the Etzem was the Klala. The Klala was the Rabbanisham said to the Navrash, I don't want to hear from you ever again. I don't want to hear your tefillas. I don't want to hear your bakoshas. You never need to ask anything from me ever again. You have all the food you need. You'll never ask anything from me again. I don't want a relationship with you. That means that Kalisor, that Yidin, that human beings that have this ability that we have to daven for our Parnassah, we have to daven for our food, for our sustenance, and specifically our Parnassah, our sustenance goes away. You have food, it doesn't get stored, you can't just keep it for months and months on end. Many things, you know, perish after a small amount of time. We have to keep replenishing, we have to keep asking the Rabbanishon for more and more and more. What does that mean? That means the Rabbanishon wants our relationship. He wants our twillers. He wants our bakoshas. He wants our connection. And that's what we have to think about. It's a beautiful day to think for a moment, number one, about the beautiful things that the Rabbanishim has given us in our own lives, as a clown, as a prat in our particular personal lives. Look at the beautiful fruit. As Rav Victor Miller said so many times, the Rabbanishim did not have to create fruit with different colors, different textures, different shapes, different forms, but yet the Rabbanishim did. Could have made one fruit, it would have been good enough for everyone, but no. The Rabbanu Shalom Barayv Chazdeh gave us unbelievable, unbelievable fruit, beautiful fruit. We make a bracha b'kavona with haidot the Rabbanu Shalom for giving us everything we have, not only the fruit, but everything in our lives. And we should talk about Yisoycha, that the Samcha that we say a bracha today, we should always say a bracha with azar kavona, with azar appreciation. Yisoycha to mekayim, the mitzvahs of Klal Yisrael, the mitzvah of eating the fruit on Tu B'Shvan. And Be'ez HaShem, we should be zeichah that the fruits of our labor, our fruits, ourselves, the Odom, that the Doimah, the Eitz HaSoda, that we specifically are be able to sap, the Neshama goes in, penetrates more, that Be'ez HaShem, every single one of us will be able to have that beautiful connection with the Rabbani Shalom, an incredible Avas HaShem, Yiras HaShem, and connection to everything that goes together with Yiddishkeit, which is exactly what we're doing over here. And B'Siyat HaShemayim, we should be zeichah, Be'ez HaShem, very soon, to go and dance together with the Ba'ez Shlishi, B'Mheir, B'Mheir, Amen. Amen. Amen.